Um, so we've been going through First uh, Thessalonians for the past couple weeks. Um, this morning, uh, we're going through chapter 2, verse 17, through chapter 3, verse 13, and we're talking about uh, what does it mean to strengthen and encourage others in their faith. Um, so we're going to start out with a little icebreaker question. Um, so just take um, maybe about a minute to, to think through some of these questions. Um, think of a time when uh, someone strengthened and encouraged you. Um, what were you going through at that time? What, what difference did it make that they strengthened and encouraged you? And then think about, like, why did it make a difference for you? Let me, let me open us up in prayer. You can keep thinking as we pray. But, um, Father God, we just thank you um, that you're so good. We thank you that you, um, that you love us, that you um, care for each of us, and, and we thank you for um, just the work that you're doing in, in each of our lives and, um, and in this church and in this family. Um, we pray that you would just speak to each of our hearts as we are going through this passage, as we are going through your word. Um, help us to have our, our minds changed, our hearts changed, that we would, um, that we would learn to, to love you more, that we would know you more, know what you're like, know who you are, and, um, and, and just out of that, learning to, to live that out as we, as we love you and as we love those around us and as we love those in our, in our community. So God, we just thank you that you're here this morning. Um, just open up our hearts and our minds. Just let me pray. Amen. All right. Thanks for uh, going through that introspective moment a little bit. Um, we'll come back to it as we go. Um, so the, like I said, we're, we're going through chapter two, verse seventeen, through the end of chapter three. It's kind of a, a long section. Um, kind of the summary verse out of out of that is is this one in in chapter three, verse two where Paul says he sent Timothy to the Thessalonians to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith. Um, so, um, yeah, everything Paul is doing in this letter, it revolves around this, this idea of strengthening and encouraging um, the faith of the Thessalonian church. Um, I think a lot of times when we're in community group or when we're thinking and, and studying the Bible ourselves or um, listening to sermons, when we're talking about faith, it's how do we grow our own faith? How do we um, mature in that? And I think that's it's good and valuable how we need to do that. Um, what we're going to focus on this morning, though, is what is our role in strengthening and encouraging others in their faith? Um, so that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and we're going to look at um, what does Paul do and what does Paul say in regards to strengthening and encouraging the Thessalonian church? Cool. Okay. Um, so we're going to explore two main points. Um, I think they're pretty straightforward. Um, what's our motivation behind strengthening and encouraging others in their faith? And practically, how do we do it? So that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, let's start with our motivation. Um, and like I said, this, this passage is a little long, so we're going to break it up into chunks and, and walk through it that way. Um, so this is the first part of the passage. It's... Um, 
1 Thessalonians 2.17, and I think we're going to go through 3.1 for this part. Um, but as for us, brothers and sisters, after we were forced to leave you for a short time, in person, not in heart, we greatly desired and made every effort to return and see you face to face. So we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. For who is our hope or joy or crown of boasting in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. Therefore, when we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens. Um, so that ends on a cliffhanger there. Um, so we can see that Paul really desires um, to see the Thessalonians, that he's longing to see them. I think um, that word desires is really an understatement for Paul. Um, we can see in, in the first part here, he says, um, after we were forced to leave you, he, he wanted to stay there. Um, he was forced to leave them in person, not in heart. We greatly desired, we made every effort um, to return and see you face to face. Paul keeps going, he says, time and again I tried to, but Satan hindered us. Um, and, and we see um, him continue this thought in, in verse one, he says, therefore when we could no longer stand it, that's when he sent Timothy to come strengthen and encourage. Um, I, I think of this, uh, what comes to mind for me is right at the, right after college maybe, um, Felicia and I and, and a couple of friends, we were um, living in, in Baltimore, um, right near Hopkins, and I think we had a plan to, to go to the beach in the morning, so we woke up at a time that was early for us, it was probably like nine o'clock, um, and um, got in our car, packed all our beach stuff, and we were um, trying to go to the beach, and I think we, you know, turned on our Garmin GPS and, and had it up there, and we were, we started driving, and then like five minutes in, GPS is like recalculating the trip is going to take you, you know, 20 more minutes than you thought, and we, it, it turned us around to go west instead of east, and then, you know, it recalculated again, tried to go south, tried to go north, and we were just kind of like stuck in the city, right? Um, couldn't get out. I don't even remember what was going on. Um, I think, you know, we got to the point where we could no longer stand it, and I, I think we just went home and went the next day or something. Um, <laughs> So that's, that's, that's kind of this, this feeling um, of, of being stuck in, um, in this place where um, Paul was wanting to get to the Thessalonians. He's desiring, he's working, he's trying to get there. Um, and I think for us, this is more of a rhetorical question than the icebreaker, but do we feel the same way about our church family? Um, as you're thinking about this, do, do we have this desire to, to see them? Do we have this desire to strengthen and encourage them in their faith? Um, just kind of chew on that as we're going. Um, so starting with um, our motivation behind strengthening and encouraging others um, in their faith, it's, it's that our brothers and sisters are our treasure. Um, here's a picture of a treasure box just to help you visualize. Um, in, in verses 19 and 20, Paul says, um, for who is our hope or joy or crown of boasting? Um, and he says, indeed, you are our glory and joy. Um, it, and, and I think when I, when I first read that passage, I was like, this is, it's kind of a weird thing for Paul to say. Like, shouldn't we be saying Jesus is our joy, Jesus is our hope, Jesus is our crown of boasting? Um, not our brothers and sisters. Why does, why does Paul 
say it like that. Um, I, I think at least part of it is that we experience God more fully um, as we see him grow our brothers and sisters. Um, we experience God's heart for others. We experience um, joy when others are growing. We experience hope um, when we see people in situations um, where they're having to overcome adversity, as Phil's favorite phrase during board games is, um, <laughs> overcoming adversity. We, we experience, we're, we're proud of others when we see them grow. Um, we, we celebrate others um, with God, right? Um, and, and we can take joy and pride in those around us, in, in our church family, in them growing in faith, in them taking steps to obey God, to, to follow through with convictions, um, even when they look counterintuitive, even when they look countercultural. Um, so uh, the, the next part here is, um, right, our, our brothers and sisters are our treasure, they're our hope, our, our joy, and our pride. Um, and Paul goes, part of what Paul says here is um, the Thessalonians are his joy, our hope, joy, kind of boasting in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming. So why is Paul, um, why is Paul looking forward to boasting before Jesus about these people? That, that's basically how I read this. He's, he's looking forward to um, boasting in Jesus' presence about these people. And I think it's because Paul really knows Jesus, right? He knows um, that these people are a treasure to, to God, that, um, that God values them. And I think we see here in, in Paul's heart for the Thessalonians a, a real picture of the gospel um, for us that, um, right, yes, Paul, um, as we'll see later, Paul wants them, the Thessalonians, to be strengthened and encouraged. Yes, he wants them to grow, to stand firm in afflictions. Yes, he wants them to live holy lives and, and to grow in love. Um, but first and foremost, what we see here is, is that he wants um, just them. He wants to see them. He wants to be with them. And, and I think we, we see the same heart in, in the Father, right? God, God's heart is yes for us to change. Um, it's yes for us to grow in maturity, to grow in love, um, to grow in doing what's right. Um, but but the basis, the context, the motivation behind all that is because we're his treasure. Um, and I, I think I, I just wanted to, to remind us of that, that, that God loves us, that he takes joy in us, um, that he's hopeful for us, that he wears a crown of boasting for us. Um, and I, I think just part of this uh, message of, of the cross is that Jesus loved us so much that he died for us, that he died um, for us out of love before we had done anything to reciprocate that love, before we had done anything in any way for that. Um, so that's, I, I think, this picture that we see um, of the Father's heart in, in, in what Paul's sharing, um, that he's, he's telling them, you're my treasure, you're my hope, you're my joy. Um, and I, I think it's easy for us to, to lose sight of this fact, um, that our church family is our treasure. It's, it's easy to get into this position where we're not treasuring, where we're not valuing others, um, either because we're just focused on ourselves or we're feeling bitter or angry toward each other or um, just a, a number of, there, I think any reason we, we can lose sight of this fact. And um, we're not gonna fully address that in, in this passage, but it, it, it comes out in a couple ways in this passage um, about how we kind of start changing our hearts and changing our views to, to be seeing our brothers and sisters as, as a treasure, as valuable. Um, and a big part of that is, is what we just talked about, right? Understanding God's heart 
um, for those around us and, and modeling it and um, desiring that and, and praying for that. And, and that comes out of right, spending time with him. It comes out of listening to him in his word and our prayer, listening to him in our lives um, and, and letting him change our hearts. And the other part of it, I think, is, um, is that this strengthening and encouraging other, it's like cyclical, it's, it's mutual. Um, that, right, as, as Kara encourages Felicia, as Felicia encourages Sam, as Sam encourages me, it, it comes back and, and we're encouraged and we're, we're put in this place where we can remember um, how much God values our brothers and sisters, that, that we can, um, our, our faith can grow and, and we can learn to treasure each other. Um, okay, so we've, we've talked about um, our brothers and sisters as our treasure, and, and that's, that's our motivation, that they're our hope, that they're our joy, that they're our pride. Um, in, in the coming, uh, sorry, I, I guess I was supposed to go to this slide earlier, but, um, uh, so yeah, right, L looking at why, why Paul is looking forward to boasting about these people in Jesus' presence. Um, so, the next part of um, our motivation for strengthening and encouraging others is what we're going to talk about next. Um, we see at the beginning of chapter 3, it starts with this word, therefore. Um, and you may have heard this before, but it's kind of a helpful mnemonic. It's helpful for me to, like, remember what I'm reading. It's the, you know, what is the therefore, therefore. Um, and um, in, in chapter 2, right, Paul is talking about how Right before this, he's talking about you're our treasure, um, you're our hope, you're our joy. Um, so what, what's he what's he saying? What's the therefore? Therefore, um, he he sent so because you're our treasure, we sent Timothy to strengthen and encourage you. Um, so that's um, just kind of this this link between the two chapters here. Um, and then um, looking back at this this verse that we started with, right? Um, kind of this this main focal verse um, for this morning to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith. So that's, that's why we're strengthening and encouraging others. It's, it's for your faith. It's concerning your faith. It's um, to that end. Um, so what, but like, I, I think what kind of faith are we talking about um, that, that Paul is, is talking about here? What, what faith are we encouraging in others towards? What, what does this lead to? So that's, that's what we're going to explore in this next part. Um, so let, let's read the, the next section of, of our passage this morning. Um, chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, therefore, when we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens. And we sent Timothy, our brother, and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. In fact, when we were with you, we told you in advance that we were going to experience affliction. And as you know, it happened. For this reason, when I could no longer stand it, I also sent him to find out about your faith, fearing that the tempter had tempted you and that our labor might be for nothing. But now Timothy has come to, you, come to us from you and brought us good news about your faith and love. He reported that you always have good memories of us and that you long to see us as we also long to see you. Um, therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and affliction, we were encouraged about you through your faith. For now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. I need to take a sip of water. 
So we talked about how our brothers and sisters are our treasure. Um, that's, that's our motivation behind strengthening and encouraging others. Um, and now we're looking at what does strengthening and encouraging others lead to. And we're going to talk about it leads to a resilient faith and it leads to a hopeful faith. So we're going to start with resilient. What, is, what does resilient mean here? Um, we see in the first part of this passage, um, Paul says um, he sent Timothy to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions. Um, for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. I think my clicker stopped working. Okay, there we go. Um, and he says, you know, we, we told you in advance. When we were with you, we told you that you were going to experience affliction. And as you know, it happened. Um, he goes on to say, you know, he was, he couldn't stand it. He says that word again, I couldn't stand it. Um, and he says, at that point, I sent Timothy to find out about your faith, fearing that the tempter had tempted you. Um, so we, we see, um, I, I, if you remember a couple weeks ago when Alan was giving the, the message um, about the beginning of First Thessalonians, he was talking about um, in, in Acts, when, when Paul first visits the Thessalonians, um, that there was this huge riot where they, were, they pulled Jason out of his house and they were dragging him out, and it was, it was so crazy that Paul had to just flee the city. He had to get out of there. So that's, I think, the, the context behind what he's talking about here with um, some of this affliction um, and persecution, um, and, and the Thessalonians are, are still going through it, right? Um, and he also talks about, go backwards, oh, there we go. Um, he also talks about in verse 7 that Paul and, and company who are not at Thessalonica, um, they're going through all this distress and affliction as well. Um, so he mentions um, all these different kind of struggles where um, as believers we have to go through afflictions we're going we have to encounter temptations um and and we have this distress emotional distress um and i think as we're thinking about what does it mean to strengthen and encourage others um i think to keep in mind is that we don't always know uh, what someone else is going through we don't always know what someone else has been through um or the extent of what they're going through now um, and, and that other people's uh, afflictions and temptations are going to look different than ours. Um, I, I think, you know, what, what might be easy for someone else might be hard for us and, and vice versa. Um, and we might not even understand, like, the, the kind of struggle, the, the area of struggle that they're struggling with. Um, so, right, so there's, there's often just way more going on in people's lives than... Um, either emotionally or different circumstances or with, with people relationally or past hurts um, more than we, we can see, at least on the surface, right? Um, so, so Paul reminds the Thessalonians here and, and us that um, as followers of Jesus, we're going to experience pain, we're going to experience suffering, we're going to experience emotional distress, um, temptation, um, whether in, in worries or regrets or, or struggling with depression or, or suffering um, physically, um, encountering life transitions, um, relational hardships, um, just trying to prime our brains for like different ways people um, could be struggling that we might not be aware of. Um, and, and 
all that to say, I, I think we, we just each need to, we each need strengthening, we each need encouraging in our own ways, and, and we need to be thinking about how to do that for each person. Um, and what, what's the goal here? In, in verse eight, he says, um, for now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. So we're, we're doing that so that people around us will stand firm in the Lord, so that they'll have this resilient faith in trials. And um, we're gonna talk more about this as we get into the how do we do it section of this, um, this message. But um, yeah, I, I just want us to uh, have, have minds that are, are reconsidering how we view people in, in our church family, how, um, and, and thinking about like what, what is our role in, in helping them to stand firm in the face of afflictions? What's our role in helping them stand firm in the face of temptations, in the face of distress, like emotional distress? So um, the, the next part we're gonna talk about is that strengthening and encouraging others leads to a hopeful faith. Um, so let's read the last, last section of our passage, um, verses uh, nine through 13. Um, how can we thank God for you in return for all the joy we experienced before our God because of you? As we pray very earnestly, night and day, to see you face to face and to complete what is lacking in your faith. Now, may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, just as we do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. Um, so, sorry, skipped, uh, skipped a section here. Um, so, right, we're, we're looking at what, is, what does it look like to encourage and strengthen each other so that we have a hopeful faith. Um, so in, in verse 10 here, we see that um, Paul is talking about he wants to go and see them face to face to complete what is lacking in your faith. Um, and I, I think this really echoes in, in Philippians when he says, you know, I'm gonna carry it, the good work on to completion, right? He, he's saying God is going to, um, God is gonna finish the work in you. He's gonna finish growing you. He's gonna finish maturing you. Um, so I, that, that's, that's part of it here is we point others to, to God's promise that he's going to complete his work in them. That's, that's how one way we can encourage them. That's one way we can strengthen them to have this hopeful faith. Um, if, you know, if we feel, if others around us feel like they are lacking in faith, lacking in being able to believe in God in, in an area in, in their lives, having a hard time um, trusting fully in God. And, and I think that's, you know, something we each go through at, at various times in various areas of our lives, um, that we can encourage them by reminding them of this hope that um, God is completing their faith. Um, in, in, verse, in verses uh, 12 and 13, um, as, as Paul is praying for the Thessalonians. Um, he, he prays that God would increase and overflow with, uh, sorry, cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone. Um, may he make your hearts blameless in holiness um, before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus. Um, so we, we sort of see this, this future look here um, that, that God is... Um, God is going to be finishing this work in us, that he's going to be completing this work in us, that he's going to be um, making us more loving of each other, that he's gonna be making us more, more holy, more like Jesus. Um, and we're gonna be talking about 
this in the, the next couple uh, messages, next couple Sundays uh, about sanctification next week and then in a couple weeks about um, the ultimately the, the coming of Christ, the second coming of Christ and, and the resurrection. And, and I think this is, this section here is, is kind of a, a nice teaser section for this, that this is the, this is the hope that we can point others to, that, um, that we're going to be, um, we're going to be growing in love for each other, that we're going to be being made more holy, um, that, that we can point others to the fact that God does have this ultimate victory in our lives, that, that we're not um, defined by, by mistakes that we're making now, that we're not defined by, um, you know, areas where we're falling short, um, but, but we can point each other to, to, this, to this hope that we have. Um, so that's um, our, our motivation behind strengthening and encouraging others. We, that reminding, reminding ourselves that our brothers and sisters are our treasure and reminding ourselves that when we're encouraging and strengthening each other, it's, it's so that they have a resilient faith, so that they have a hopeful faith. Um, we're gonna switch gears a little bit now into looking at the how. How do we strengthen and encourage others? Um, so how do we do it, right? Um, start, we, we encourage others um, with our words. Uh, we remind, we ask. Um, so let's, let's look at what we're talking about for that. Um, when we were talking about 1 Thessalonians 1, um, there's this passage at the beginning. I'm just going to read a couple of verses, um, verses 3 and 5 here. Um, Paul says, We recall in the presence of our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Because our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power in the Holy Spirit and with full assurance. Um, so in this, in this part here, we, we see Paul is um, reminding the Thessalonians of how God has worked, of, of how he's been powerful, how he's been effective in their lives. Um, and, and he's also reminding them of their own path, past um, faithfulness to, him, to God. Um, I think that's, those are key for us is when we're encouraging others with our words, we remind people that, that God has been faithful in their lives and we can point to specific instances there. We can, we can point to um, areas where they've been faithful in the past as well. Um, I, I didn't answer the um, icebreaker questions at the beginning and I, I think, um, so just as a reminder, they were like thinking of a time when someone encouraged you, thinking of what you were going through at the time uh, did it make a difference? Why? Why did it make a difference for you? Um, right before um, Micah was born, we were at a retreat with with Grace Life, and it was um, we we were just you know uh, at night just praying for each other, um, and I don't even think it was like a prayer for me at the time. Um, I don't think people were praying for me, but. Uh, at the end, um, Andrea and, and Alan came up to me and were like, um, you know, I got this, this um, thought when I, was, when I was praying for you about um, you being like Barnabas, that you're um, a son of encouragement. And I think like, um, for me, it, it just made a, a big impact um, with, with where I was in my faith. Um, I, I think 
I was uh, just worried and, and, and scared about um, moving into this new season of, of being a dad and moving into this new season of having this responsibility for, um, for a person. And, um, and also I, I think like um, at the time, like leadership team had been, had been hard. We, we were going through having to like figure out a lot of issues. And I think I was just like feeling like, what am I doing here exactly? Um, and I think just um, having, having that just small thing that, that Andrea and Alan said of like, you're, you're a son of encouragement, you're like Barnabas who, um, we're actually gonna look at this a little bit in community group this week, but um, Barnabas, right, he, um, when Paul um, encounters God on the road to Damascus, he um, goes from persecuting people to now he's, he's preaching that Jesus is Lord, right? And um, you see sort of in the background, all the apostles are like, uh, I think he's just tricking us, right? Um, but, but it's Barnabas who, who goes and, and gets Paul and brings him to the apostles and is like, no, this guy's, this guy's real. God's really um, changed him. And I think um, just having, um, just having them, them say that to me, that, that I was like that for, for the church was, was helpful. That it was like, um, God really sees me in, in, in my role. That it's not usually up front <laughs> or, um, or whatever, but like he, he really knows me and, and he knows um, my heart and, and he is faithful and um, in what he's doing. And I, I think just that was, um, that, that was a moment of, of really strengthening and encouraging for me. Like as, as I was walking into um, an unknown place, walking into like, am I gonna be able to do this dad thing um, of no, like God, God knows me, God um, sees me and, and he's with me. Um, and so, like, just, just having that encouragement and strength. So, so I, I think that's, um, yeah, I, I just share that to, to say, like, that's, that's kind of the impact we can have on each other, is, is preparing each other for, for these, these seasons. We can, um, we can say these small things um, and, and have a big impact on each other's lives and each other's faiths and, and strengthen and encourage each other. Um, so the, the next part of, of this with, with words um, is we can, um, we can find out about each other's faith. Um, Paul said, um, for this reason, when I could no longer stand it, um, I also sent him, Timothy, to find out about your faith, um, fearing that the tempter had tempted you and that our labor might be for nothing. Um, I, I think that this can be kind of a, an area that's, uncomfortable for, for some of us. It, it can feel like um, the, the bad parts of um, when, when we think of accountability, right? That, that we're checking up on each other. But I, I think it's, it's really out of this. Um, it, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, right? Our brothers and sisters are our treasure, that, that we love them, um, that they're our hope and our joy. So I, I think out of that is this heart that Paul has to, to find out about the Thessalonians' faith. Um, I, I think uh, sorry, Felicia. Um, Felicia kind of is uh, who I think of when, when I think about this, like finding out about um, each other's faith. Um, we always joke about this, but uh, it'll always be like 
she's just in the kitchen with someone and she's like, so how are you doing? And then it's just like tears, right? <laughs> um, but we, we had, um, we saw like an old friend um, a couple, like a, about a month ago um, who, who we had heard was just like third hand or fourth hand was, was no longer a believer. And um, so we had just been talking for a while and um, just, just had the opportunity and, and Felicia was like, Are, so we heard this, that you're, you know, you don't believe anymore. And um, it turned out it, it wasn't true. That, <laughs> um, you know, they, they were just like, kind of wrestling with God in, in their own way. And, and I, I think like, um, j just for us thinking about like, can we have that boldness with each other out of love, out of viewing each other um, as a treasure, out of um, valuing each other, have the boldness to, to find out about each other's faith um, and, and ask those questions. Um, I think that's probably an application for me also is like, how, how do I do that? I, I think I tend to be on this end of the spectrum where I would prefer uh, not to be intrusive, not to, um, not to get in people's lives, or, but um, rather than like this overly aggressive um, accountability mindset. So I, I think it's, you know, it, it's here, right? That, that's where we have to do it is, is out of this heart of love, can we find out about each other's faith? So um, our, our next point that we're gonna talk about is that we strengthen and encourage others with our love, that we express and, and that we show our love for each other. Um, so you remember this, this treasure thing that we've been talking about? Um, who is our hope or joy or crown of boasting? Um, in um, last week's message, uh, we talked about uh, verse eight of chapter two. We cared, we cared so much for you that we were pleased to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives because you had become so dear to us. So it's, it's expressing um, that, that we care for you, expressing that you care for um, your brothers and sisters, that, that you, you love them. And um, yeah, I, I think that, that can also be hard for, um, for, for people to, um, but I don't think it's like all the time you're just saying, I care for you, I care for you, I care for you. But I, I think it's like <laughs> thinking and prayerfully being willing to, to encourage others. And, and express our, our care for people um, and, and how dear they are to us um, in our body, right? Um, third part here is we strengthen and encourage each other with our lives. Um, and that, that we, it, it means we share our lives. <clears throat> um, yeah, in chapter three, verse six and seven, um, when Timothy comes back, to bring good news about the Thessalonian church to Paul and, and company. Uh, he says, you know, he reported that you always have good memories of us, that you long to see us as we also long to see you. He says, there's another therefore there. Um, therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and affliction, we were encouraged about you through your faith. Um, <clears throat> it's, I think this, this passage is funny because it's like, what did, what did the Thessalonians do um, to encourage Paul in, in all their distress and affliction when they were, you know, I'm not sure exactly what time this was, but, you know, getting shipwrecked or, or stoned or in jail. Um, he's saying, you know, you encouraged us. You, you, you helped us get through that. Um, and, and all they did really is that they had good memories of them, that they expressed that, um, that they 
um, they, they share their lives um, together. Um, he, he says, you know, now we live, if you stand firm in the Lord, how can we thank God for all the joy that we experience before our God because of you? Um, that's th those are the, the feelings that Paul has out of that encouragement that, um, that the Thessalonian church gave him by, by just sharing their lives with him. <clears throat> um, I, I think of, of this part here. We were, um, it's been a few months now, but we've been revisiting, like, what, what are our values as a church? What's our purpose as a church? Um, and this, this first part of, um, of the value statement stuck out to me. Um, we invite others into our lives as a church family. Um, I know we've been going kind of piecemeal through these values um, in community groups, um, like learning to follow Jesus together. Um, but the, the whole thing, we, we grouped it as like, we invite others into our lives as a church family. Um, <clears throat> I think like, uh, sorry, I have a lot of uh, illustrations about, I guess, fatherhood here. My, my other ones were all either basketball or Daniel Tiger, so I'm gonna go with fatherhood. Um, <laughs> I think like, so we had, uh, when Michael was born, there were, there were four boys born in, in 2017 at the same time. And I think um, just thinking about the ways that we've been able to walk through this season of, of um, parenthood and, um, and just growing together in like, what does it look like for me to, to live out my faith as a parent? What does it mean for me to live out my faith um, in this season where, uh, you know, now I have to wake up before before nine o'clock, um, and um, where, where I'm on the schedule, and and I have to be responsible for this kid, and I get to right. Um, we've been walking through this season with like a, a lot of other other parents in this church, and with like Robert and Sunny, with Peter and Lydia, and with um, Scott and Kat in the past, and and, and just I, I think thinking about how they've been probably without knowing it like models for us, and and like we we really reference like um, how they, um, how they put God first in, in their, um, in their parenting and, and like how they, um, love their kids and, and, um, and teach their kids and, um, and just, you know, practical things as well. Right. So we've, we've just been living our lives together. We haven't, I think for the most part, we don't go out of our way to, to encourage and strengthen others, but it's, it's just, this fact that we're, we're living out our lives together, that we're um, inviting others into our lives as a church family gives us, um, just gives us the strength and, and, the, and the courage to, to live out our faith, um, to, to be faithful as, as parents. Micah's um, um, school posted this on, on Instagram um, a few weeks ago and I, I laughed at it. Um, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll go back to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, this is, a, this is a verse we had, we had talked about earlier, but um, we cared so much for you that we were pleased to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives um, because you had become dear to us, right? So it's, it's this, this idea of um, sharing, sharing our lives with each other. Um, sorry, okay, now, now the Instagram post. Um, it, it says, if you can't read it, it says, be kind to everyone you meet. You never know who lost an argument with a three-year-old today. So I, I think it's just being able to commiserate as well in, in, in this parenting journey with, with people um, makes it so you can keep going, makes it so you can um, not be grumpy to your four-year-old um, and have them um, tell you at night that, you know, I forgive you for being grumpy to me. 
here's my Bible. Um, you should read it and, and pray. This real story happened uh, last week. So, um, okay, so our last part here is we strengthen and encourage um, others with our prayer um, because it's, it's really God that does the work. Um, so we, we see in uh, verse 10 here um, that Paul is praying earnestly, night and day, that he's continually praying for the Thessalonians. Um, he's praying to, to see them face to face and to complete what's lacking in their faith. Um, sorry, I'll go back here. Um, and I think that's, that's another one of these powerful gospel truths for us um, as we're praying for God to do the work that, um, so we're working to, to strengthen and encourage others around us, but it's really God who's, who's doing the work. And um, it's this truth that God loves us so much that he wants us to participate in strengthening and encouraging others. Um, he, he could just like strengthen and encourage Juanita by himself, right? But he wants us to participate in it. Um, he, that, that's how much he loves us. Um, and, and he wants us to love others deeply around us. He wants us to experience that joy, that pride um, of seeing and helping those around us grow. That's like what we talked about at the beginning. Um, to be, help them to be more hopeful, more joyful, more resilient. Um, and, and I think we might feel overwhelmed by sort of the bigness of this work, right? Like, like we talked about all these different afflictions and temptations and emotional distress that, that people around us might be going through that we might not see, right? And, and that can feel um, big to, to have to encourage and, and stre- strengthen others. It, it can feel overwhelming. Um, and I think like we, we sort of see this in um, with Paul, right? He's he's sort of on this edge of anxiety where he, he repeats this phrase over and over, like when I could no longer stand it, I, I couldn't sit still. Um, that's when I sent Timothy, um, and and he, he expresses like I, I was fearful that the tempter had tempted you, that our labor might be for nothing. Um, so I, I think that that kind of that feeling of like this is overwhelming is is valid um but we we see that um you know it's it's god who does the work and and so what do we see in paul here what what do we see that paul prays for um he he asked this question in in verse eight and nine uh, and ten he says how can we thank god for you in return for all the joy um, that we experience before our God because of you as we pray, right? Um, how, how can we thank God for you as we pray? Um, and, and then I, I just like that in, in verse 11, he's like, how can I thank God? I'm going to pray right now. And I think that's a good model for us. Like, he's like, how do I, how do, I do this? How can I express this? Um, so it's just, just like, let's, let's pray. Let's be dependent on God um, as we're seeking to encourage and strengthen each other. Um, so looking at what does Paul pray for, he, he prays in verse 10, he's, he said, I want to see them face to face, and he wants to um, complete what's lacking in their faith. Um, and so we see this again, like, right, Paul is just fixated. He, he really wants to, to see them, um, to encourage them and strengthen them. Um, <clears throat> he, he prays, this is kind of uh, parallel to, to the passage we just to the verses before. Um, he's praying that God would direct, direct his way to them, and then he, he's praying that they would um, increase and overflow with love, and that he would, that they would have hearts that are blameless. 
Um, so I, I think I think looking at like practical ways that, that we can we can pray for one another to grow and, and to um, be strengthened and encouraged. It, it's not not just words, not just lives, but but also also praying um, and, and praying being really the driving force um, behind um, strengthening and encouraging being effective. So those are those are our, our kind of four practical ways for how do we strengthen and encourage others. Um, I had a little bonus part here. Um, we see that Paul sent Timothy um, because he was stuck. He was um, couldn't get out of Baltimore to go to the beach. He, um, so he says that Timothy is his brother. That he's his coworker in the gospel of Christ. He's he's really his. Um, Actually, he says he's God's coworker in the gospel of Christ, right? So he, he says he's um, carrying on this work for them to strengthen and encourage us. So that, um, that, that we have to rely on one another. Sometimes we can't, we can't strengthen and encourage others just by ourselves. Um, and the other piece of this is that, you know, the Thessalonian church encouraged him back, right? We are mutually encouraging each other. Um, we're, we're, we give each other strength. We give each other courage to to keep going and encouraging and strengthening each other. Okay. Um, so I am going to have the, the worship team come up um, as we close. Um, just kind of to recap, we're, we talked about um, our motivation behind strengthening and encouraging others. I think you've got this piece, but like that our brothers and sisters are our treasure. Um, and I think that's just a mindset we have to keep as we're strengthening and encouraging each other. Um, and we're strengthening and encouraging them so that they have a resilient and hopeful faith. Um, how do we do it practically? It's with our words, with our love, with our lives, and, and with our prayer. Um, we're we're going to kind of end in a similar way to, to how we started with, with the icebreaker question. So um, just think about what's one way this week that you can strengthen and encourage someone else's faith, um, whether it's someone in your community group, someone in your family, someone... Um, that you were, were close with in the past. Um, so let's think about that. <clears throat> um, on, on top of that, can, can we ask God to show us um, how valuable, how treasured those around us are to him? Finally, can we ask him to, um, in others, in, in those we're, we're thinking about in our church family, ask God to grow a hopeful and resilient faith in them, um, especially in, in light of questions they may be facing and hardships and, and temptations. Father, we, we just thank you for um, your goodness again. We, we thank you that um, you um, that you value us, that you treasure us, and, and we thank you for um, your love for those around us in our church. Yeah, just, just how much more valuable you see them than than, than we can. We pray that you would um, grow our grow our hearts, grow our eyes, um, not to to see them 
in, in ways that we used to, but that you would help us to see them like you do. Um, we pray for um, creativity. We pray for um, just love and, and, and grace as we are, are seeking to, to strengthen and encourage each other, um, that, um, that our love um, would, would look different because of you, that, that we would, um, God, just know how much you love us and, and that we would, that it would be um, increasing in us and overflowing um, for, for one another, um, that we would um, just have this mutually cyclical um, in encouragement for each other that, that is growing and positive and, and helps um, each other in our faith and, and that, um, that those around us would, would see you in it and, and see, um, see your love, God. So um, we, we just thank you for this morning and, and we pray that you would just be here with us as, as we continue to worship, as we continue um, to, to just want to know you more and, and to love you more, God. Thank you in Jesus' name, everybody.